Hey guys, it's Ryan. Welcome back to the Product Leadership Podcast. Um, and I'm just, this is unusual for me. I think my thoughts usually come to me at the end of the day. And here I am on a Friday morning, just left the house. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to record something. So, I mean, first I was thinking of just wanting to say thank you to everybody who's listening. I don't know who you are. Uh, I'm sure you're pretty cool. would love to get to know you. Um, but just thank you for listening to this podcast. Uh, the goal of it for me is just to document some thoughts and put them on a public platform in which maybe there's someone out there who would find them uh, challenging, inspiring, motivational, interesting, uh, or just something to pass the time by. But Apparently, there are people out there listening, and I just want to take a moment and say thank you guys so much. Uh, It's pretty cool. It is really pretty cool to think that um, there is an audience out there listening, and I really hope that you guys are getting value. So, a couple things that you could do to help me know if you are getting value. Um, And I think what would be really cool and be a challenge and... uh, I mean, you're going to have to do something, so this isn't easy. But if you don't have the Anchor uh, app, go download it. Go download it, set up something. Uh, you don't have to create a station, I don't think, just at least a profile. But the cool thing is you can find this podcast on that app and go to my page, go to this page of this podcast, and you'll be able to basically leave a voicemail, leave a voice message, call into the station. And I think this is a really, really cool feature. And I would really love to leverage it to include more people in on the conversation. So, yeah, just go download the podcast. Um, find the product leadership podcast. And at the very top, there's a place that says, you know, call into the station leave a voicemail, something like that. (laughs) And then just say what's on your mind. Um, You know, add to the, you know, bring up a topic you'd like to discuss. And what's cool is your question could spark something interesting, which could lead to another question, which could lead to another question, which could open up minds and spark uh, ideas. And so I just think that'd be super cool. And I can't, I know I kind of push people to that a lot, but I've yet to really see anyone taking me up on it, if I'm real. So, um, yeah, do that. And then also, at Lead Product on Twitter. Join the combo. be awesome, awesome to hear you, uh, you know, to connect with you, to allow other people to connect with you. Put on there what you do, you know, what you listen put a topic out there. That's another great place to share ideas and topics you'd like to hear about when it comes to product development or team development. So yeah, just super thankful for you guys. Thank you for listening. So down to the meat and the potatoes. Um, basically, yesterday, I, um, man, I'm, I'm confess, I'm in a little bit of a funk, you know, like at the, the stage... We're talking about product development, right? So at this stage, my team has launched the software that we have built from scratch. Uh, we've been working on it a little over a year, about a year and a half now. And 
um, it's a product suite and a couple of um, bits are out there in the wild. And so, you know, we're supporting, developing, and still designing and developing new features. So it just presents a lot of challenges, I think. And from the design standpoint right now, I think a lot of core things have been made at this point. Uh, we're still learning a lot, but for me, it's I'm in an interesting place where there's this tension of support, which I think can lead to a little bit of unraveling of the product itself if you're not careful, you know, because things that seem urgent may not be important and things that get picked as things that we need to fix may be able to be fixed in a different way, but if we rush to solutions, kind of gets tacked on, design, you the experience, uh, maybe gets a little bit more shaky, a little less thought through, um, and then also, you know, it could be reflective in the code that same way. So there's a little bit of that for me and trying to basically really understand and empathize uh, with our users and our stakeholders, you know, like I understand there's a business to run and there's some real business value behind what we do, but I also uh, want to fully discover uh, things that are friction points for both stakeholders and both the users and then find that winning um, idea that we can then follow through on in a sprint, implement, and then see how it went, you know? So anyways, that has kind of led me to a place where I'm just feeling challenged in new ways. And so yesterday I just went to a coffee shop. I'm getting on the highway now, so I'm sorry if this gets a little bit more crazy, but uh, I got to a coffee shop and um, just popped up Figma. Yeah, Figma. And just just a little insight on, on Figma. I think right when Figma first came out, I mean, I think you had to enter an email or something, or there was some kind of, it was like in beta. I mean, that's when I came across Figma. It wasn't very popular. Not a lot of people knew about it, uh, but I remember getting my hands on it when it first came out and just kind of being blown away. Not only was this all browser-based at the time, and it still is, but um, just amazed at the prototyping ability and the designing ability. So anyways, I don't know. Sometimes my personality, I just need to like drop the thing uh, that I'm used to. And when I'm looking for, when I'm feeling out of control, and I'm being honest and vulnerable here, feeling a little out of control, uh, in my current workflow, and there's a lot of ideas spinning up here in my brain. So I'm reading some books, um, and I'm thinking through some things, and I'm trying to be an observe. I'm observing the team's workflow. I'm observing the communication with stakeholders and users. I'm observing how we plan work. I'm observing how we execute work. And so all of those things combined, two strengths of mine is a learner and an achiever. So I'm observing which then uh, gives me a lot of ambition and angst and desire to then achieve something. You know, connect the dots, um, roll up my sleeves, do some work. And so not really have an outlet for that. I just decided, you know what, I'm going to take one of the products that we already have out there in the wild. It's one of uh, 
Um, it's not quite as big as the other one that I'm a part of in the sense that um, it does fewer things that are very important, uh, but it's a little bit more simple uh, flow. Uh, and it's actually kind of complex right now, but I'll, I can see it being simpler and I'm listening to the support channels. So yesterday I just opened up Figma on a whim, created a brand new project. I have this blank canvas and from about nine o'clock to the end of the day, man, I just dive in. I look at a couple apps that had already been baking in my mind for inspiration and then I just went at it. And so by the end of the day, I had created, I don't know, 15, 20 screens and had iterated on some of those screens three or four times and then had produced a, a tappable, workable prototype by the end of the day. And it was amazing. In the, I think for me, what I got back, uh, my current process involves designing in Sketch. And then once thing, I actually, I open up Abstract. So we have all of our source files in Abstract, which is an amazing product in its own right. And what's cool about it is it works very much like developers. So as a designer, any chance that you can get into the mode and mindset of your counterpart, the developer, your partner, in crime and development process, I think that's a win. And so for me, Abstract does that for me. You know, you, you, you branch, commit, you merge, you resolve conflicts, all that great stuff. Um, very helpful tool for collaboration with designers as well. Um, but yeah, so it starts with Abstract, branch, do all my edits, and then I export to Zap. Then if I'm creating a prototype, I export to Envision. And if I'm in Envision, I go in and rearrange my boards, and then I create the prototypes. And then, you know, I'm, I uh, commit my, my work, and then I merge everything, and then I write a paper doc about it, and then I put everything in Jira. You can see how where I'm going with this. So I think for me, it's a beautiful process. The process makes me think as a designer. It makes me be intentional. It kind of forces me to do some things that otherwise wouldn't be natural, right? But the beauty with Figma that I discovered yesterday, how much time I got back and the, the uh, reduction on the cognitive over, overhead that I have in my, my current workflow was reduced so greatly that I kind of just escaped. I kind of just, you know, when you get into the mode and it's almost like you hold your breath and then you kind of have to come back up for air and you didn't even realize you were holding your breath and you were just going at it and you were just thinking and you were tweaking and you were looking. It was just an amazing workflow. And I think I'm a guy who thinks that, you know, we don't need to make quick decisions necessarily because if we don't allow time to just let things marinate. But what I realized happened when I was able to make quick decisions, I was able to get all the wrong ones out quicker, you know? So it's like copy paste, uh, an artboard, but everything that I wanted to leave the same for the prototype is still connected to where it needed to go. So I didn't have to redraw hot spots and, and rethink where that thing should go, but I could tweak the icon, I could tweak the color, I could maybe tweak the layout and the composition. Um, and the components as I was going along, if I created a master component, and I was like, ah, I think that needs to be updated across the whole suite of things. Let's go back to the master component and boom. And I didn't have to jump into another page 
I didn't have to go to my library, my link library, you know, a, a source document, an abstract, and wait for that thing to upload and and open and then make a tweak there and then symbol that's nested inside a symbol. I'm just telling y'all, it was a beautiful thing yesterday. And if you haven't given Figma a shot, I'd, I'd recommend doing what I did, you know. If you're a product designer, um, just open it up, blank canvas. Is there an app idea you got working on? Execute it. Give yourself half a day. Give yourself two hours. Give yourself an hour. And just go for it. Don't worry about learning the tool. If there's something you want to do, there's Google. If you want to figure out how to make a component, if you want to figure out how to edit a component, like all the resources are available and they're really easy to understand. They're quick. There's a huge community out there behind this product. Just jump in there and, and try it out for yourself and see what happens. And better yet, after you do that, call, call into the station. Let me know how it went. Uh, maybe uh, you didn't enjoy the experience and you really like your current workflow. Share that. That'd be awesome to hear and share with, with this community of listeners. Um, so, yeah. Super thankful for you guys. Get out of your current workflow. Think about things differently. Take old ideas, make them new. Create new ideas from scratch. Change up your tool set. Experiment. It's hard. I know. I, I get it. You, you work so hard sometimes as designers to keep things tidy and tight. And the moment you decide, I'm going to step out of that, you feel like everything, like it's a house of cards and everything's going to fall apart. But I'm just telling you, it's not going to do that. Just give yourself the freedom to explore. Give yourself a sandbox to play in. It doesn't mean just because you spend a day, an hour or two in something different that your whole world's going to change and how is everything going to translate. But allow yourself the opportunity to seek out something new, to expand what you thought was possible, to maybe even challenge you, or maybe it even reaffirms that what you're doing in your current workflow is working and you should stick to it. That's still a gift, right? Anyways, guys, that's it. I think it feels empty up up in the brain right now. I don't think there's anything else to share. Uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Um, and if you are listening to this on a Friday like I am, I hope you have a fantastic weekend. Recharge, reboot, connect with people so that way you're ready to hit it on Monday and get back into the groove. All right, y'all. Have a good one.